1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard. David Turnbull's move to Celtic is officially off after Motherwell knocked back a renegotiated offer. Rangers complete their seventh summer signing in Charlton midfielder Joe Aribo and Toulouse defender Christopher Julian has a medical ahead of a proposed move to Neil Lennon's side. I'm Andrew McLean. Joining me in the studio tonight is Mark Wilson. Well, Andrew, tonight I'm sure we'll be talking about the transfers that have happened, the transfers that are probably going to happen in the coming weeks. But I think the big talking point is a transfer that didn't happen in, in the collapse of the David Turnbull uh, transfer to Celtic and the saga that's been ongoing for a, a couple of weeks now has now came to an end. I think we were all wondering what was going on when terms were agreed, the fee was agreed, yet we heard no news what was happening with David Turnbull. Well, today it's finally came out that the lad has failed his medical and you've got to feel for all concerned in this. You've got to feel for... Both clubs, Motherwell, who were receiving a, a substantial fee Celtic, who were getting a very good player But first and foremost, David Turnbull himself A 19-year-old lad who's now failed a medical Who thought he was getting a dream move And it's collapsed So I'm sure a lot of people um, will be will be trying to get their head around How these things work You know, how medicals actually work What goes into it and how it could have taken so long So I'm sure there'll be a lot of callers looking to get an opinion on that tonight yeah, finally, an end to the David Turnbull saga. We want to hear your opinion at home. Rangers fans, what do you think of the signing of Joe Aribo? Celtic fans, what do you think of the potential signing of Christopher Julian? 0141-951-1025 on the phone lines. But, I mean, we have to start with the, the David Turnbull story, Mark. It's been the one that's been dominating the headlines for, for the past couple of weeks. And, um, you know, it's gone on and on. But finally, the conclusion of it today, Motherwell released a statement officially saying that the deal was off. The statement said David Turnbull is to remain a Motherwell player with a proposed move to Celtic no longer taking place. An agreement was reached with the Glasgow club on the 12th of June, subject to the player agreeing personal terms, which he did, and undergoing a medical. During that medical process, an issue was identified that will require David to have immediate preventative surgery and subsequent rehabilitation. So we'll start there because it <laughs> medicals are, are a funny thing because... There's not really a, a sort of official way that, that players can can pass medicals. There's not really an official way that players can fail medicals. It just, things get flagged up and the club can then decide off the back of that what they want to do. We know that Celtic didn't want to end the deal there when they found out the problem with his knee, but they wanted to renegotiate the deal and that's where it fell apart. Yeah, listen, Celtic have every right to do that. Celtic are the ones who were paying... Uh, just over £3 million for a player uh, If you're paying that for a young Scottish player Of course you want them to be fit And able to to compete at first team level um, For years to come Now if Celtic thought there was a problem Obviously they've seen something in the scans Then it is their right to to try and renegotiate Or pull the offer um, You have to feel sorry for David Turnbull now you're talking about a lad here who's who's probably the hottest prospect in Scottish football at this minute. He he played a, a season for Motherwell, you know, scoring 15 goals and turned out to be a real leader, playing the best football his his career. I know he's only 19, but even he couldn't have probably imagined what an impact he would have had in this league. And then to get your chance to move to to a, a, a huge club who could 
be competing in the European stage that could further your international career at that young age that must have been a dream come true for him and then the saga you know with Norwich and things uh, and to and fro he must have been delighted to get everything agreed and for him what, what we understand is for him not to know he really had an injury going into that medical and thinking I'm playing the best football in my career here this is great you know I'm living the dream and to be told hold on you've got a problem you've got a problem that could hamper you in years to come and you need it done and you need it fixed now that must be heartbreaking for him and even going back to Motherwell the deals fell through and going back to Motherwell the lad will be desperate just to play and that's that's a lot to take on that he has to now go and have surgery whether last week he, he had it probably was the last thing he would ever think of So that's the one I really feel sorry for Celtic will move on They they will have other targets lined up They obviously wanted David Turnbull Because he's a top talent But I, I'm sure they'll, they'll go for someone else In a similar position Motherwell You know, have lost out in a lot of money But I'm pretty sure If they get him back fit They're obviously confident That they'll get that further down the line That's why they didn't want to Agree to the Celtic terms To to, to stay for a year and if everything works out then then they'll agree with you they're obviously confident that once he has that surgery and gets back fit that they will recoup some of that but for the lad you've got to feel for him he's now facing a prolonged spell in the sidelines when he thought he was playing the best football of his career and probably looking forward to pre-season yeah well we understand that when Celtic wanted to renegotiate the deal it was that they'd proposed that they take David Turnbull on loan uh, for 12 months that would mean that they would take charge of his surgery they would take charge of his rehabilitation and then at the end of it they would then decide whether they're happy or not if they were they would pay the full fee for David Turnbull if not he would then return to Far Park starting with a motherwell perspective can you see why they turned that down? Yes I can um, you give your player uh, first of all if your mother will a couple of days ago you're thinking you're, you're getting 3 million quid and Motherwell have already come out and says it's a huge sum of money for us it could transform us for years to come so you think you're getting that and then you're told your player needs surgery um, but we'll take him for a year and if, <laughs> if everything's good we'll pay it but if it's not then you know you're getting him back mm, I can see why Motherwell would have said no no thanks you know because he, they're effectively losing their top player for a year almost like a trial period to Celtic to see if he can cut it there and if Celtic weren't happy if he didn't break his way into that first team and Celtic handled back Motherwell have lost that player they've lost the money so you can see why why not and the flip side of course you can see Celtic's argument as well at 3 million quid they're not going to give that up for a player who who needs surgery immediately who they've got a top medical team there Um they've obviously identified something so it's a big gamble for them so again there is there's no winners in this situation It's been such a saga from the start When it was mentioned and, and fees were agreed And for it to come down to this uh, You know, an injury problem Is uh, is a real sore one for, for David Turnbull, Motherwell and Celtic 01419511025 on the phones David is a Celtic fan in Ibrox David, what do you make of it? Yeah, um, I've I've just uh, I've been watching the news I've been watching a certain programme on Sky uh, Sky News all day and uh, it's been ongoing all the time uh, I'm disappointed uh, I'm disappointed for the for the player himself I'm disappointed for 
Celtic. And um, I, d- I just think uh, that maybe a deal could have been done. I, I realise, I've just heard Mark saying that Celtic uh, tried to come to an arrangement. I can see both sides. I can see Motherwell's side and I can see Celtic's side. Um, I was also going to ask uh, another question uh, not related to the Turnbull situation. I know that's uh, what's going on at the moment, but... but we'll, we'll get to, we'll, we'll the, get to that. at the beginning of the programme there that uh, Celtic, the, the guy's gone for a medical, the yeah, but police we'll, defender. Is we'll that get round right? to that, David. We'll touch on David Turnbull first. Oh, yeah. We'll get Mark's yep, view yep, on that. Yep. Um, David had said that you know, it's disappointing for the player. That's something we need to remember in all this because it it has been a saga. It's been prolonged. It's it's been in the media. But this can't be easy for David Turnbull when one mm. minute, first of all, he, I mean, he, he thought he was going to Norwich at one point. He thought mm. he was going to Celtic. He thought he had this big life changing deal on the table. And now, with the surgery that we believe he's going to get next week, it could keep him out for around six months, which which is a large yeah. chunk. Yeah. Listen, let's not forget he's nineteen years old. I mean. Usually guys at 19 years old are trying to break into the first team and, you know, the knockbacks they get is probably not making a first team squad or, you know, if, if they don't play well in the reserves. This guy has done incredibly well in the first team and been thrust into the media limelight because of his ability and because what that brought with the, the offers. So, you know, what's going on in his head just now? And like I said at the start, I mean, a guy who's probably looking forward to pre-season didn't, probably didn't want the season to end and all of a sudden... You go in for a, a routine medical, a routine scan, and you're told, "Hold on, you you need something done there," and you're getting that done now. is is heartbreaking for the boy. Uh, you know, David, there's chatting if a deal could have been done in some way. The only the only way I I could have seen a deal being done is potentially half the money. You know that that seemed potentially a fair way. Motherwell get you know one point five just now up front. Um, Celtic get the use of a player. Okay, they're putting them through. All his rehab and and his medical expenses, um, obviously that costs. But they would maybe get a player and and eight, ten, I don't know, twelve weeks, however long he was out for. Um, they would maybe get the use of a player for a million and a half. That's a quality player. And if he is successful and Celtic like it, then they pay the other million and a half. That's the only way I could see a deal being done. But to to just say, listen, we'll we'll pay his his, his medical fees and put him through rehab if he's any good. We'll keep them. If not, then you're getting them back. You can see why Motherwell would not that back. Do you want to come yeah, back in, David? Yeah. yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, I could see. Uh, I could see why Motherwell would wouldn't be too happy with that. To be honest, because it, it was uh, speaking in Motherwell's behalf as well. Um, it was a lot of money for Motherwell, you know, at the time. Um, it's just one of these things, I think, you know what I mean? It transformed them, David. Motherwell, for a club like Motherwell to get three million quid for, for a player who's came through their academy, I mean, it's huge. Think what I could do for them, not only this season, but probably the following two seasons in terms of players' wages. Doesn't mean that they would go out and buy somebody for three million quid or two million quid, but the wages alone that that would get, especially the model they've got, Motherwell, bringing players up from war leagues down south, transforming them and selling them on, you know, it would keep them going for for a good couple of years. So it's a big, big blow for them. Yeah, it's a, it's a. To be honest, it's a 
it's a sad situation to be honest. Like you know what I mean. So, um, did you have another point, David? Yeah, the other point was um, I heard it. I'm pretty sure I heard it at the beginning of the show. I may be wrong. That uh, the Toulouse centre half. Yeah, Christopher Julien. Yeah. Uh, is apparently getting a medical at Celtic Park Is that correct? Uh, I'm not sure it's at Celtic Park But uh, he's, he's flown will, over to yeah. the UK to, to have a medical, yes Right, right, right Because that's, that's another uh, position Where I think Celtic need to be You know, need to fill in like You know what I mean? So that, that's that, If that gets through Which I hope it does uh I hope it's just the start for Celtic because I think Rangers are definitely going to be stronger next season uh, and I think Celtic need to really strengthen as well. Well, I think with, you know, he's talking about the, the medical for Christopher Julian there. I think it's now the M word Celtic fans don't want, don't want people <laughs> to be talking about medicals. Yeah. But the, it was a unique situation in the way that Motherwell as far as we're aware, he, did, he didn't. They didn't know he had this injury because yeah. it's not something that w- was bothering him. It's not something that that comes up. It just happened to to be flagged up in in one of Celtic scans, and it, it's quite a cruel way for David Turnbull when he's been in such good form. You know, mm. fifteen goals in thirty one games last season. Yeah. He's he's ready to kick on, and this has happened. But you know, he'll just need to hope that everything goes well in the in the surgery, and he can come back as strong as he was. Yeah. Listen, Andrew, the, the the way these guys work, the surgeons work nowadays, it's incredible. So I, I'd be hugely surprised if it's something career-threatening in, in the long run. You know, when I when I heard it, the, the first thing that sprung to mind, and I'm, I'm thinking of David Turnbull thing here, because I'm no doubt, I'm sure he'll be sitting there down and he's locked just now thinking, oh, what? Remember John Hartson? When John Hartson came and he failed a medical at Rangers, and people must have thought, you know, this guy's... Injury prone He's no use He goes to Celtic Has a wonderful career there So even when you You fail these medicals And When I say fail You touched on it earlier Failing it It could be, mean so many things The slightest thing It could be a huge thing It doesn't mean That it's going to be A, a problem That's going to last him The rest of his career The the talent he's shown And this One season Was enough for Celtic And Norwich To battle out over him I'm sure Once he gets this And it's the right time To get it In, in close season once he gets back fit, I'm sure we'll be speaking about him for years to come. Well, thank you to David in Ibrox. We've got another David who's a Celtic fan in Cranhill. David, what are your thoughts? Well, first of all, just on the, on the, the way Celtic have done things, Celtic seem to have been getting a wee bit of, of grief and from our own fans as well about uh, this this whole transfer debacle and that we no one to pay the money, the transfer fee, then the wages, etc. And I, don't, I think that's completely unfair. But then for this, at the very, again, another twist in the last, surely Motherwell must have seen this. And I know what you said there a minute ago, but about it's just something that never flagged up. And I know Celtic's, um, Celtic's medical process might be a bit more stringent than Motherwell's duty costs and things like that. Surely with everything that's going on in the football and the sports science and the health of the players, this must have been on the radar of Motherwell. Well, no, it's, it's one of these mm. things that only really comes up in a scan And the thing is If, if the player's not having yeah. Any niggles yeah. or any problems Mark He's not going to be going For a scan That's the thing That's why I was saying uh, At the start of the show I'm sure a lot of people Are scratching their heads Going Where's this came from How do these things work You're totally right Andrew These things Remember David Turnbull 19 year old kid Who's came through that academy 
He's not somebody that's that's been signed by Motherwell who's went through a medical at Motherwell and they've seen something and went, we'll take a risk in that and he's turned it all right and they've tried to punt him onto Celtic. This kid's just came through the academy and like you do, you just play. You just play every week. You don't get medicals when you're you're signed up as a young kid. You just you just continue playing. If there's no problem, you train every day, you play, no problem. You know, he, he probably picked up niggles like any other player, but I, I don't think you can blame Motherwell and say, oh, they, they should have seen this coming. If the kid's been playing and he's been training, and that's what I believe he has been, I, I believe he's a, a fit boy, then how are you going to ever know? If the player doesn't know himself, the club's not going to know. So I don't think you can blame Motherwell on this one. David? Well, I just... For something that's going to keep him out for seven weeks, possibly require surgery for what I've heard, surely something along the line must have flagged up somewhere. Even if, okay, they might have missed it. That can happen. Of course it can. But it just seems to be one thing after another with this particular... Well, the, the, the thing about the surgery is, David, that it's preventative surgery. So what they've flagged up is... Is a potential problem it's, it's something to do with the ligaments That could be a problem further down the line It may not be a problem in the future And he could go on to, to play for 20 years And it wouldn't bother him But the surgery would would basically mean That, that there's less of a chance that this would you know, Give him a problem in the future And he, he'd feel a lot more free right. to play But it's not something that, that he felt It's not something that he would have known about while he was playing football And it's not something the club would have really been able to flag I'll, up I'll, I'll be very surprised if, if David Turnbull has had any scans like this In his Motherwell career His young Motherwell career You know, if he's not had any serious knee injuries or anything I've been at Dundee United when I was younger <laughs> Trust me, to try and get a scan at these clubs Because it costs a lot of money You know, they don't send you that easily So if he's got no problem He wouldn't have been scanned He wouldn't have known And like you say, this problem may never affect him But the fact he's getting it done means that Motherwell think they can get money for him further down the line. Thank you to David in Cranhill. 01419511025 on the phone lines. We'll be talking about Rangers' new signing, Joe Arrivo, after the travel with Stephen. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation. They know the score. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard on a day where the David Turnbull saga looks as if it's ended. Surely it can't take another twist of the tail. It's also, I'm looking at my window to the right hand side here. Lovely Stops weather and weird. Heat wave. <laughs> and all weird. The thing is, I can all, I've been in the I've been in the office all day. And I can always tell when it's been nice outside because see Mark Wilson, he takes a nice colour, but it's a shame that colour is fire engine red. I'm telling you, it's painful. It is painful. This is me, honestly. This is me with sun cream on, Andrew. It's, I went done a wee bit of hill walking yesterday, and uh, forgot to put sun cream on, and I've ended this colour. So I'm glad to be in the shade in this dark studio. You're going on holiday on Saturday. I have um, no idea <laughs> what right. colour you're going to come back, but yep. I don't think I want to see what happens. Uh, let's hear from Neil Lennon, shall we? He's been talking about uh, David Turnbull today. He says Neil Lennon. Uh, well, Neil Lennon says Celtic did everything in their power to try and sign David Turnbull from Motherwell. He says he's disappointed for the club and the player that the deal hasn't gone through. Well, we're very disappointed that we did all we can to try and make the deal happen. Obviously, there was a glitch in David's medical. Don't want to go into the the details of that but um, we tried to renegotiate a, a deal that would suit both parties and still have David here where we could sort of give him the rehabilitation that he would need however the clubs couldn't come to an agreement so from, for now as far as I'm aware the deal's dead it's disappointing I think for the player you know and um, 
we were very, very close, but he's had a you know disappointing news, and um, it's something he's going to have to negotiate and come back stronger than ever. Obviously, we still had the player's best interest at heart, and I think the club did everything they could, you know, for the player and to make the deal happen. So I've no issues with the way the club has conducted themselves at all. If anything, they went above and beyond. Alec, as a Motherwell fan in Presswick, Alec, what have you made of what's come out today? Well, I think there's two things. I think both clubs have done what it had to do, right? Okay, Celtic weren't going to take the risk for David Turnbull, and Motherwell believe that a wee bit of surgery, a wee bit of rehabilitation, back on the part in Claren number, and is worth maybe more than the £3.25 million. So I think there can't be any criticism with MD. I think very sorry for David Turnbull, but if you were in hospital and some, you went for a scan, you didn't know anything was, what, anything was wrong with you, and then they found out something, you'd want to get it treated. So I think, you know, my personal view is, sorry for David Turnbull, right? I'd love to keep him at Motherwell, and we'll have him for six months, and then somebody will sign him. So, uh, you know, I think it's protracted because of all the issues before it, it was going to Norwich, it was going to Celtic and, and all this rhetoric about this and that. But I think both clubs have done well with them, right? And they'll come back, he'll come back stronger with Motherwell and six months and next year we'll get five million for him. Alec, I, I think you're right in a, in a lot of points here. I've, you're right in terms of if you, if you had to go to hospital and someone found something, you'd want it treated. Um, and I'm sure... You know, when David Turnbull sits down and thinks about it logically, he'll probably think, okay, if it's going to cause me problems further down the line, it's best to get it done now. If he's only talking about a minimum timeout now, fair enough. It's just, it'll be gut wrenching for him at this minute, thinking the deal that was on the table, what he could have, he could have been going to European football, as I say, everything that comes with that, maybe international recognition. So a hard one for him to take, but I'm sure when he thinks about it and He's talented enough to get back if, he, if his rehab goes to plan. And that's the important thing. He, he needs to stick in at his rehab. You know, He needs to concentrate on that because that's the important part. Uh, if you don't get that right, then injuries will flag up again. So if he gets that right, you're right. Motherwell may get more. I, I don't know if they would get the five million, but they, they would get equal or perhaps a wee bit more in January. And who knows, the Celtic may come calling again in January. You know, they, they obviously thought enough of them to, to try and get them um, at this minute in time. They went through the whole saga with the deal being off, you know, deal being on, deal being off again. Um, so they obviously rate them. So they may come back in again in January. But the important thing is for him to get the surgery as soon as possible and get his rehab done correctly and get back in the parking plane. Because, like I say at the start, the, the boy would have been desperate to get into pre-season After the end of the season he had He'd be desperate to get back to playing football And that's been robbed Through no fault of his own That's been robbed from him uh, Can I come back in there? On you go I, I was just I, I think the You know 19 year old Playing for Motherwell Would get that opportunity But he's been right through the ranks With Motherwell Right okay He's, he's done it He signed a new contract for Motherwell right? He extended his contract with Motherwell He didn't want to jump ship When he could have done earlier When other players through the youth team Have jumped and gone for a A fee It was a development fee right? So he stuck with Motherwell Motherwell stuck with him Celtic if they want him will come back right? And I think you know So maybe Celtic's medical team Are better than Motherwell's 
they've identified something. So uh, I, I think it's you know it, you know in six months' time, I've watched them the last year, right? I've watched them in the under twenty ones. I watched them when they won the the youth cup with Motherwell, right? That guy's a player, right? And you don't lose that. You're correct with the rehab, right? You might not uh, get back up to speed quickly, but eventually he'll be a top class player, yeah. right? Yeah, you can't hide talent. That's the thing. And and when being 19 and the way he came in and the goals he scored, the responsibility he took on, you know, seen him stepping up and taking so many important penalties and free kicks and, you know, that takes a lot of bottle at that age. So you don't lose that through an injury. So Alec, you're, you're totally right. It, that'll be there. That's always there. That'll be installed in him. Um, it's just getting, once that knee once you start getting surgeries on your knees, and I know more than most about this, you know, it just chips a wee bit away for you, unless you get your rehab spot on. And that's that's always the worry. But I'm sure when he's got the carrot that was dangled in front of him just now, and he knows clubs are interested at this moment in time, that just gives him that driving force to go into the gym and work hard every day. When the, when the guys are out in the training pitch and you're stuck in that gym, you know, for, for three and four hours, just you and a physio, it's hard work. But what, he knows what's at the end of that for him. So I'm I'm pretty sure he won't have a problem with that. Well, thank you to Alec, a Motherwell fan in Presswick. 0141-951-1025 on the phone lines. We're going to turn to Rangers because they made their seventh signing of the summer today. Joe Aribo has signed from Charlton. It's by one of those cross-border compensation fees that he signed for. His, his deal was running out at Charlton. He's now joined up with the Rangers squad. Pictures of him and, and Stephen Gerrard. Uh, in Portugal today He's joined up With the, the training camp What do you make Of the signing Mark? Well on the face It looks a, a very good signing um, Good age You know 22 um, Played what, 80 plus games At a, a good level In league one And what I've seen of him He, he looks a real player um, Looks very athletic um, Very good at breaking up things Looks to have skill As well Um you know, can go buy a player. Um, he's a big lad as well. Looks like something that's that's a, a different addition to that Rangers midfield. I know Stephen Gerrard has said that, but Rangers have uh, have got guys who can break things up, uh, who can, you know, pass. But this guy looks like he's he's got a bit of everything. Um, so I think that's an exciting exciting signing for Rangers, especially the fee that they got for. You know, that it looks to be a snip because we know that there was other clubs sniffing about him. Um, and, you know, it, it was reported Celtic were last season. I think Arsenal were another club. And you can see that with the way he plays. You know, he looks that type of player. So I think that's an exciting one. And to get players in at that age, Stephen Gerrard's got a real good mix in his squad just now. You know, he's got the older heads and Defoe and Davis, guys like that. But he's signing these young guys who've got plenty of legs round about that experience that could... Prove all important come you know midway through that season. Yeah, I was looking at what Stephen Gerrard was saying about him earlier. Seems very happy with the signing. I was quite interested by these quotes from someone else though, Lee Boyer, the Charlton manager. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll read out these quotes for you just to. So obviously it was Joe Rebo moving from Charlton to Rangers. He had offers from from down south. This is what Lee Boyer had to say about it. He said, "I believe Joe moving there is the wrong move for him. For me, the only positive for Joe going to Rangers would be working under Gerard. Maybe that's the reason why he's gone there. But tell me, how many players over the past few years that have gone from Ranger uh, that have gone to Rangers and then gone on to the Premier League? Joe should have stayed in England. And after that, he pretty much went on to say that a move to Brentford." Who were also credited with an interest in him would have been a better move to Rangers. 
did read that. I did. Uh, I did laugh at that earlier. Um, again, it's it's the way English coaches, ex players, are about our game. You know, until they actually come up here and sample it, they don't really understand or they don't really care. I think it's ludicrous quotes from from Lee Bowyer to, to even think that going to Brentford is a, a a bigger and better move than going to Rangers playing in front of 50,000 European football playing under a, a top coach in Steven Gerrard um, what's coming this season could be potentially historic for Rangers could be you never know it's going to be an exciting season to be thrust into that environment or go to Brentford and he's saying going to Brentford I mean I, I can't get my head around that but again Andrew it's, it's what the English media sometimes think about our game. We've seen many, many players, top players, come up here from England and fail. But we see a, a few real good ones who, who come along and light up our league and go back to England, better player. Ryan Kent, listen, could be one, could go on to, could come back to Rangers, but he could go on to, uh, you know, big things down there, no problem, the talent he has. But um, I, I just don't get that. I think, I think he's made the right choice and I think he'll thrive in this this environment uh, he looks a, a top prospect but once again it's how he handles it you know coming to a club like Rangers it's it's great and it's great playing in front of fans but it's big big pressure so it'll be interesting to see how he handles that certainly doesn't seem like it's going to be easy for him to break into the Rangers side when you look at the sheer mm. numbers that are yeah. there I mean the, the seventh signing of the season and we're not even at the end of June yet the, Steven Gerrard's certainly gone about his, his business really quickly and he's got a big squad over there in yeah, Portugal to choose from uh, yeah a big squad and when you're looking at the midfield and, and forward areas big numbers uh, in those departments um, you know not much going on with, with the back line um, so he's got a lot of work to do but this is the time to do it he'll go there he'll settle in in Portugal it's always a good time to get away with your teammates once he gets himself up to speed gets to know the boys few pre-season games under his belt then we'll see the real him if he's good enough but you're right the competition for the centre part for Rangers just now is absolutely incredible but Steven Gerrard needed that he needed competition for places you know and quality not just guys who he can bring in and do an okay job guys who if someone's not doing their job can come in and keep the jersey for weeks on end and that just creates competition in the training pitch that's exactly what Rangers need It's always nice to get a bit of background on these players that, that come up to Scottish football earlier on I caught up with Louis Mendes he's the host of Charlton Live which is a podcast all about Charlton he's seen loads of uh, of Joe Aribo over the over the past few years and he's told me what Rangers fans can expect from the 22 year old yeah he's a very good player first of all he's a really tricky box-to-box uh, midfielder um, excellent in position can really play his way out of tight spaces um, very creative going forward can you know thread a pass through the eye of a needle as well he's hard working he's really he's really the the full package he's come on a lot in the in the second half of uh, of last season obviously he saw Charlton uh, getting promoted so yeah I think Rangers have got themselves a, a real talent there yeah there's been plenty of teams that have been interested in in signing him and I think it's just because of the uh, potential that he has you know he's really improved as I said over the last sort of six months and um, he's got a bright future ahead of him I think um 
Rangers seems to me to be the sort of team where it might be quite a good place for him to progress simply because I think he'll probably get more game time than he would do going to a club in the English Premier League. So, you know, I think it's a, the sort of the perfect environment for, for, for him and, and obviously learning under Steven Gerrard as well would be great for him in that same position. If, if he keeps improving at the rate he has done over the last 12 to 18 months, then I, I see no reason why he couldn't, you know, make himself a, a name in, 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 a, in a Premier League side. He, he's certainly got all the qualities that you need. He's excellent on the ball. Um, he's brave. He's flash as well. He's uh, he's skillful. Um, he's got the confidence. So you know, I, I could see him going quite far. I could certainly see him establish himself in the uh, in the Premier League over the course of the years. And you know, going into into Europe with Rangers, I'm sure that wouldn't do his uh, his chances any harm. I mean, some of those comments, Mark, were pretty much a direct contrast from what Lee Boyer had to say. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Um, yeah, I just mentioned they're going into Europe with Rangers now. If Rangers can emulate the, the run they had last season I mean they're playing against some top top teams top opposition I think you don't get that at Brentford in the Championship Championship is a, a hugely competitive league but European football is is a different level so for him to be playing at that level is a, a huge bonus I, I mean in terms of Lee Boyer I, I think it's a bit sour grapes the the way the deal went down with him last year with Joe Aribo with you know, Charlton offering him a deal and then retracting it and offering him worse terms didn't accept it. I mean, they really shot themselves in the foot with that one, and perhaps he's he's a bit, you know, grumpy that only getting three hundred thousand for him. Where if they did the deal properly, I'm sure they may, they would have got a lot lot more money for that boy. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on the phones if you want to get involved. After the travel with Stephen, we'll be looking at a defender that looks as if he's on his way to Celtic. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Wilson here with me, Andrew McLean, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. And Celtic, well, they didn't get their man in David Turnbull, but it looks as if they could be close to getting another man, and that is Toulouse defender Christopher Julien. He's set to have a medical ahead of a proposed move to the club. It's uh, the deal's reported to be worth around seven million pounds, Mark, mm. which is a, a big outlay. Well, as is it the second biggest transfer Celtic would have paid yeah, after Edwards, so it, it certainly is. Um, I've been on this show a number of years now, and I've always said that Celtic probably won't splash the cash like that in a defender. Um, always thought that they would reserve that type of money for an attacking midfielder or a forward. So. Certainly proved me wrong. Um, certainly shows the ambition uh, that that Neil and the board are showing. Um, certainly shows that they think that that position is a problem position. Uh, well, not so much a problem position, but a, a position that they certainly need strengthened after the departure of Boyata. Um, so, and looking at him he, again, he looks a, a big, strong, physical player. Looks like he can pass the ball with both feet, um, which is quite unique for a centre half. Um, reminded me when when I was watching him. Reminded me a wee bit of Van Dyke, how he moves, how he he cruises across the ground, um, and he looks to be very commanding. So it's exactly what Celtic need. I mean, nothing wrong with how they finished in the centre pack back position last year with Simunovic and Ayer. Thought they looked solid enough, but it's a long season. You know, Simunovic injuries arise with him. Um, doesn't he really like playing on the plastic pitches um, you know and he's been out for a number of, of months over his Celtic career so it's important to get someone in Benkovic I think was a, 
a huge loss for Celtic Neil Lennon didn't play him of course because he was one of the lone guys but didn't play him I thought he was Celtic's best defender him going back they needed someone who's going to be in there week in week out and looking at uh, Christopher Julian's background he's a guy who seems to play week in week out you look at it over the last three seasons I think he's amassed more than 30, 33, 34 games in the last three seasons that's what you want to see a guy who will play those games um, that's course, at a high level too that's a, a high level he's experienced football in another country also when he went to Germany albeit he only, he only took part in one game but he's still experienced the, the culture there so he's got a good background um, and it's a lot of money so when he comes he has to live up to that it's, it's sometimes difficult but he's at a good age uh, as well you know 26 years old for a defender is a good age you know he's he's got plenty of games behind him and he's got a long career ahead of him so it looks to be a good deal all round I'm sure Neil Lennon will want to get this one over the line as quickly as possible coming off the back of the, the David Turnbull one he'll want new signings out there joining the, the pre-season camp in Austria just like Steven Gerrard's doing he's getting his signings in he's taking them away he's letting them get to know the squad Neil Lennon will want the same and he'll want this medical to go through smoothly We'll go to the phones Aman is a Celtic fan in Govanhill Aman I know you've got another point but first of all what do you make about the potential signing of Christopher Julian? Oh thank God man I mean Celtic needs to do something like that you know to get a signing like that I thought you know you would never spend that kind of money but I think they're only spending that money because they want to get rid of Cantini but anyway I'm glad I'm, I'm glad he's here I mean, it's one of these areas that we've heard Celtic fans over the years, Mark, talk about the, the centre-back area. And it's an interesting one because when you actually look at the stats on paper for last mm. season, Celtic had by far and away the best defensive record in the league. You look yeah. at the likes of, you know, Dedrick Boyata. I think there's an argument for all four of the centre-backs that Celtic had that at one stage of the season, they were probably the best performing centre-back because there was Boyata and Benkovic at the start of the season. At the end of the season, Simunovic looked strong under yeah, Lennon. Yeah. Christopher Iyer had some very impressive spells. But yeah. it does seem an area that Celtic fans have always wanted the club to strengthen. Yeah, it certainly is. And I, I sometimes feel the way Celtic have played, especially over the last three years, you know, under Brendan Rodgers, playing out from the back, um, sometimes centre-backs do make a mistake. And when they make mistakes, it often gets punished, or it's it's highlighted more than a midfielder giving the ball away. And I sometimes think that um, the Celtic fans look at that and think oh, he's absolutely hopeless. He's he's tried something that's not worked. He's hopeless. Oh, we need to strengthen this area. When you actually look at the stats, like you say, Celtic were a fairly tight unit at the back, and that was chopping and changing through four. However, they've lost two of those now. Uh, and two big players Benkovic I thought was the best I always said that in the show and Boyata played in the World Cup you know and uh, and he's away at a big club now um, so two quality centre-halves are away they needed someone in a, a third one and potentially potentially a fourth one as well but the big one is if you're paying this money 7 million quid on the defender and a centre-half he needs to be a real leader in your team and straight from the off and he needs to play the majority of the games Simunovic I like Simunovic a mistake in him okay but he misses a lot of games through injury and you need this guy Christopher Julian to come in and be the guy who plays the majority of the games Do you want to come back in now man? Yeah yeah see, see before I asked the point about Cantina can I ask just saying every pundit said that and I got a message today from a, a source that you know no no bids are made, being made for Morelos but every pundit said 15 million 10 million 
But, you know, where did all this come from? I mean, every pundit this year, so... Use all every pundit, including you, Mark, who that every one of you said that Morales would go for 15 million, 20 million. I mean, they're lucky that they got a 3 million euro bid last year for them. Well, listen, to, to be totally honest, I don't think I ever said 20 million for Morales. I think we were asked what his, his price, what he could command um, at the time where he was scoring, you know, 30 goals. And the current market, uh, I wouldn't have been surprised if it was 15 million. I must I must admit I was one of the ones who thought Morelos would be away or or would be subject to bids by now. I mean St- Stephen Gerrard confirmed just a couple of days ago that there there hasn't been any bids this yeah, summer for yeah. Morelos. There's still plenty of time to go. You know, still the English teams aren't back pre-season yet, so there's still plenty of time to time to go for that. Um but no doubt it'll be a blow for Rangers if he goes, but if he does go, Rangers aren't going to let him go in the cheap. Thank you to Aman and Govan Hill and we'll have time to squeeze in Mike in shots. Mike, what's your point tonight? Yeah, um, just regarding Kieran Tierney, um, uh, he's supposedly uh, commanding um, 25 million. That's what Celtic want for him. Um, I'm not saying he's worth that and I'm not saying he's not worth that. Um, but going on the stats um, and putting head-to-head with James Tavernier, um his goals for, for Tierney is one and for Tavernier is 18. And I understand somebody will turn around and say uh, a lot of those was, um, was penalties. But um, the assists come down to uh, six for Tierney and 20 for Tavernier. Um, and the rest of the stats are, are you know, stacked up in favour of James Tavernier. So um, my point is, if Kieran Tierney uh, is, according to Celtic, worth 25 million, what is James Tavernier worth? Um, because his stats are far superior than Kieran Tierney. Well, I'll tell you my opinion. I mean, it's it's great if you get a fullback who's scoring goals and, and assists. James Tavernier, brilliant assists in the league. His delivery, I, I think, second to none. But James Tavernier, in my opinion, can't defend. And that's that's a big thing. If you're a defender, fullback, your first and foremost job is to defend and defend against top-level opposition. I think Kieran Tierney has shown that he's a top-class defender in European football against some top, top-quality players. Um, and I think that's the difference. I think clubs who are bidding, look at that. Uh, and and I, I get the way football is in terms of full-backs and attacking. And, and as I said, I'll go back to it. James Tavernier's delivery is fantastic. But again, there's there's more to a fullback than just delivery, and I think Kieran Tierney has got the full package compared to James Tavernier. I always find it an interesting argument when when people say, you know, player X is worth this, that must mean that player yeah. Y is is worth with this. But there's there's so many variables when it comes to transfer fees. Yeah. It comes down to what a, a club is willing to sell a player for. It comes down to what a club is willing to pay for a player. It comes down to Age, all sorts of things So yeah. it, it's a hard argument really to, to try and justify As, I mean, like I say, clubs take everything into consideration They don't just look at the scoring charts or the assist charts for a, a full-back They look at the full package Defensively as a sound, communication, what he brings to the team The full squad, so, so on and so forth So it's not as simple as just looking at the scoring charts James Tavernier, terrific player, much improved Defensively, still think he can but I still think Kieran Tierney, a fully fit Kieran Tierney, 
I think he's got the full package to succeed down south. Well, thank you to Mike and Shots, and thank you for all your calls tonight, all your tweets, or if you are just listening at home. Thanks to Mark Wilson in the studio. I'll be back tomorrow night. Uh, plenty more chat to get through. It's definitely not been a quiet summer, has it? There's been all sorts going on. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. It's Ryan Borthwick that is up next. One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, a team that gets results every week. Talk to Thompson's.com.